0: hello. Are you looking for conversation matters? Yes, we're open. Come on in. How can I help you? Of course. May I see your prescription? I'll give it right back. Thank you. Let's see. Oh. That is one of the most difficult things people go through. I'm so sorry for your loss. No. We can absolutely get you into this right away. Hmm. I know it's hard, but I wouldn't wait if I were you. There's a reason they gave you a prescription, right? Okay. I do have a certified conversationalist available right now. If you have time. Perfect. Here, take your prescription back with you and go. And then head straight through that door. Yes, he's ready for you.
1: Oh, hello. Please, yes, come in. Come in. No, it's okay. No. There's always time to talk. Do you have your prescription? Let me take a quick look at it. Um, uh, yes, I... Okay. Yeah. I remember now you referred to me. No, 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 please. First of all, come in and sit down. Sit down. Make yourself comfortable. You're entirely too tense. Are you scared or intimidated? We all go through loss. That's the number one thing that we need to address first. Some people are more prepared for loss and trained and taught about loss than others but none of us escape it in life the process of living is to be born and then live your life and then you die, you pass away and we all have to face it, all creatures on this planet do and that may not be reassuring right now to someone who's had loss on the level you have had but at least take comfort in the fact that your experience is now everyone else has theirs yet to come and right now we need to focus on you and your loss your family's been through so much losing both of your parents so close together I don't know how you and your siblings can even hold it together right now thank God you have each other and I mean that sincerely thank goodness you have each other and the reason I say that is I can't imagine you going through this alone But at the end of the day, are we ever really alone? We always have friends, family, coworkers that notice how much pain we're in. Notice we're suffering. And maybe they don't always say the right thing or at the right time. Lord knows I've made many gaffes in my life with co-workers and family and friends. but then you think about it and you realize they were making an effort they cared maybe they didn't do it the right way but they did care and it's that caring and that love and that consideration that you need to take forward to help you heal and I know you've heard every single cliche since your parents have passed away I know you have, because everybody practices the same cliches. There's only so many things we can say to you to comfort you. I'm sorry for your loss. I I know you loved your parents very much. They're in a better place. And you've heard it all. Sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. After a hundred times, you become numb to it. It may even start to hurt. It may even feel slightly rude. And it might even feel painful, like, what do you know about my loss? How do you know what I'm going through? How can you even fathom what I'm experiencing right now? And these things, it's your mind playing tricks on you. People do generally care about each other even people that don't know you that well you know co-workers and friends and neighbors that came to your parents wakes and funerals they they aren't all that close sometimes they're just people who are concerned and care and they don't always say the right thing and maybe they say it the wrong way but they made the effort they tried and in trying, maybe they brought some comfort to you. You know, let me look at this prescription one more time from your referral. Yeah, Bridget, yeah. This, this is something that I'm very concerned about. I'm glad Bridget referred you to us and it's always nice to see another professional forwarding patients where they need to go. It's obvious she felt that you needed more time to grieve and it's important that she saw you needed someone else to talk to. And I can listen. And I will listen. As long as it takes. And in the silence. Of us sitting here. Listening to what you have to say. I start to get an idea of why. Someone would refer you. To me. Not because I'm a great doctor. Or a great therapist. But because. At the end of the day. And only because of this. I was willing. To listen. And the reason I say that is. Sometimes. People. Are too busy. Talking. And not listening I have a very close friend that I care about deeply and she's like a sister like a cherished loved one and I feel often that I talk too much I think it's my job to make her laugh to hear her giggle to evoke a response from this friend and I think sometimes I don't take the time to listen I have several friends like that and there was an incident it's been a while now and I hope I can cloud it in time and who I'm really talking about but I had a friend that was very dear to me and and she was with her with her partner and they broke down and cried over something a little situation a little private issue and we brought them in to the room with with us, my family, and we talked and we were listening and going back and forth and listening and understanding the issue, understanding the problem. And I don't know what possessed me, but I said, Why? What makes you think I wouldn't want to hear what you have to say? That's why I came here to talk to you because I wanted to hear what you had to say and we care about you and we want to know what's going on in your life it's okay that it's not all positive and that things have happened and we want to hear that and the reason that's important to us is because it matters to you And sometimes you do have to stop what you're doing and put everything down, get in your car, or take a bus, or a taxi, or ride a pony. It doesn't matter how you do it. Get your ass down to the hospital and visit a loved one sitting with a sick relative. I know it's hard in these days of COVID and the pandemic to be there for each other. But you know you can do it. You can Get your ass down there. Put your hand on someone's shoulder. Give them a hug. Take them something to eat. Or take them out to lunch. Give them a break. I've gone to see friends in tough situations of a relative dying or in ICU or some other horrible situation and usually i show up and i say i'll just sit here while you go get something to eat go get yourself cleaned up go get a shower go get go get some sleep i'll i'll sit right here for an hour and maybe you can get a little sleep over there on that chair some visit i had i sat there while my friend slept or got a shower washed their face or went down to the canteen to get some food or just went to the bathroom cried it out alone got some of the emotion out of their system they come back and it's time for me to leave and a, a quick hug later I'm on my way out the door you know It's like that sometimes. Life is like that. We don't always get to choose fun times and great moments. But I wouldn't trade those experiences with friends and family for anything. Seeing my family hug a friend in need holding someone's hand letting them cry on your shoulder for just a few minutes just letting them get it out taking the time to listen and be there for someone you know we're never really alone in this world does feel like it sometimes I like to equate it to feeling like you're alone in a room full of people with the internet and telecommunications and everything at our fingertips you can get in your car you can pick up your phone you can get on the internet you're always in contact with another human being you're never truly alone, yet we live in a society where we are alone in a room full of people. And we don't have the option to let those that care about us the most know how much we're in need how much distress is in our life and how we could use a friend would you like some water I keep going back to this prescription because Somebody reached out to me and let me know that you and your family needed just a kind word and needed to know how to deal with loss. And the truth of the matter is, there is no right answer when dealing with loss. Best advice I can give is to not be alone knowing what you went through knowing the pain that you've experienced and the loss and the heartbreak you have the opportunity through your own insights to help others. And I know that you came here looking for help. But in a small way, you helping others would be therapy for you as well. You could share your stories, share your strength, share your conviction to help them see it through. On their end showing them that you didn't give up you become a witness to them that there is another side to this loss that life goes on how many times in the last few weeks have you been there for your siblings your cousins How many times have you been a rock for them? And you probably don't even know you're doing it. You probably don't even know how valuable you are to them right now. How you make a difference in their lives by being, just being you, being strong. And you probably would never use the word strong to describe yourself but the empathy and the love that you show by reaching out for help in dealing with this loss shows that you know yes I need help right now but I need reassurance that Life goes on, and I need reassurance that tomorrow is going to come, and it will get better, but most of all, I need reassurance that I'm not a failure. This isn't my fault. I didn't make a mistake. I didn't screw up. I'm not a loser, and I assure you, my friend, you are none of those things. reaching out for help is one of the bravest things a human being can do when we give up and we crawl into a hole and we let the dirt wash over us and bury us in darkness we've lost all hope we've given it into despair and when you reach out for help You've done the opposite. It is so brave to admit and ask for help. Even begrudgingly. You know, there's a lot of men and women that are afraid to express their emotions and give in to it and show that side of themselves. And that's not you. You are the opposite of that. You took the time to open up those bandages, show those wounds, and expose your weaknesses. And in doing so, you can get the proper medical care to heal those wounds for lack of a better analogy and those wounds won't heal until you get the proper medical attention you need they may scar over they may close up but they won't heal properly unless you open up the bandage tear off that band-aid and get the help you need when you reach that point carrying around a scar for the rest of your life is not an answer at least any longer and the only answer is To seek healing. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong. With stopping. What you're doing. And getting the help. You need. And I say this. As one human being to another, I've seen some loss that I thought was insurmountable. I shake my head. I can't comprehend it. I can't accept it. And this happens, I think, a lot in life. People just can't accept the reality that they are in because the loss is so insurmountable and so unbelievable. They they can't comprehend that it actually happened, that this is not a dream. It's just not reality. And I'm telling you on the outside looking in, I can't comprehend what that person is dealing with. I can't even comprehend it. I think I can but I can't I can't sit there and put myself in that position and accept their fate it's their burden to bear and I am just an observer and all I have is my compassion to offer them and a helping hand And looking at your life and the things that you and your siblings are dealing with, I understand that. But you can move on and build a better life, a new life. And in doing so, you honor those that gave you the opportunity to go forward. There is a beauty in building a life with someone or some, in some way and making it a tribute to those who came before you. We stand on the shoulders of all our ancestors that came before us. And how many times and how hard did they work and think, I hope things are better for those coming down the road. I know I do. I think about my kids and my grandkids and my great-grandkids, and I hope, I hope they have a better life than I had. I want that. It has to get easier for them, doesn't it? Shouldn't it? Wouldn't you wish the best on them? And I'm sure your parents wanted the best for you and wanted you to have a good life and a full life. And it's not always about riches and wealth. Some of the richest men I have ever met didn't have two nickels to rub together, but they were wise and they were loved and they were cherished. And I've been to funerals where those men, those type of men, were laid to rest. And I have never seen such an outpouring of love than I see in that room. And it shocks me more than the loss. It shocks me to see the love pouring out of that room. and that's that's something to behold it's something to be cherished and honored and we should thank people with great loss when they show us their love for those they've lost and they witness to us how much they loved the people they've lost, and in doing so, they honor life, and they give us a reason to go on. Do you think about that sometimes? I may not be done with this I may revisit this again but I'll leave you with that question in showing all this love to those you lost and honoring their memory are you in return giving yourself a reason to go on they would want you to, and they would want you to be loved as much or more and to experience that just like they had. And I know I would wish that for my children and my grandchildren and their children. I want them to be loved beyond words and I want their loss to be an unfathomable loss and I want them to know they were truly cherished and loved And I wish that for you, my friend, as well. Well, it's time to end this session, but if you think you need another one, please don't hesitate to refill your prescription and come and see me again. There's no too soon or too many times involved. If we need to address this again, we will. And until I see you again, please have a most blessed day, even with all you're dealing with. I hope every day just gets a little easier for you. Okay.
0: Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tirado de Juego. Please take a moment to share rate and review this podcast. It really does help. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com/theotherwhale. The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com. And is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardahoyo at gmail.com. On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.